Joining us on the line is the CLP's member for Namajira, Bill Yang. Good morning to you, Bill. Morning, Katie. How are you? Yeah, well, mate. I'm not sure what happened with our phone lines before, but um, I was just talking about and and certainly uh, letting our listeners know that you'd spoken a couple of weeks ago in Parliament about some of the issues that we've got with crime in Alice Springs. Now, you spoke about a restaurant owner who was concerned that they were on the verge of needing to put on a security guard to protect patrons and staff. I understand, though, that that same business owner was assaulted last week. Tell us what happened. Yeah, Katie, it's pretty sad when you think about it. I spoke about this in Parliament uh, as a matter of public importance around the issues we're facing here in Alice Springs and and how the restaurant, who was at the point in time where he thought he might have to put on a security guard, which is pretty bad. And, of course, mm. yeah, last week there was someone there that was on the ban list because they've caused trouble before at Manoa refused service, um, it got violent and the, the owner of the restaurant uh, ended up being assaulted trying to protect one of his other staff members. Goodness me, is that uh, is that owner okay? Well, he's, he's got a hell of a shiner, I can tell you. Um, and he went into the hospital to get checked out. Um, he seems to be okay, of course, as you can imagine, pretty shaken up. Mm. It's not something you expect to happen. Um, but, yeah, he's doing okay at the moment, but, yeah... Certainly worrying. Um, just talk us through, Bill. I mean, we've spoken about the issues with antisocial behaviour and and crime in Alice Springs on numerous occasions. Um, from what I can gather, and certainly what I've heard from the police, they've amped up their numbers down there and had their um, they've they've got the uh, the task force that are certainly concentrating on this kind of thing. Um, has it made much of a difference? I think, Katie, in some areas there's been some difference. We've got Viper happening down here, which is specifically targeting, I suppose, younger offenders and property-type crime. But we're still seeing some other bits and pieces taking place. And uh, you would have seen some of the stuff on that's been reported on social media and then made it onto mainstream media where people are being assaulted in the streets and assaulted inside restaurants. That sort of stuff's still carrying on. So I, I, I don't know that... The, the police are doing, the, I suppose, the best they can, but we need to be a little bit proactive in, in how we tackle some of this stuff and maybe a, a more visual police presence in the CBD at night might be the only way to do it. Mate, what are business owners saying to you as the local member? You know, what are they saying to you and what are residents saying to you right now? Well, they're at their wit's end, Katie. They, they don't know what to do. And just in this one uh, restaurant, um, yeah, they've, they've had to put on a security guard but I've seen some of the, the visuals of, uh, of fights and assaults inside restaurants and you can see the, the business owners cowering in the background. They shouldn't have to put up with this. They, they don't need... They need to know how to run their business. Yeah. They don't need to know how to break up fights and protect their patrons. So... Yeah, it's 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 quite bad, and they just don't know what to do anymore. And it makes you wonder as well, you know, for some of those business owners, if they're going to get to the point where they think, well, we don't, we just don't want to operate anymore. Well, and that's part of the problem, Katie, is that businesses are already doing it really tough during COVID and everything else, um, and they're struggling to to stay afloat. They're struggling to keep the doors open, let alone um, putting some of these crime issues on top of that to compound it. There's lots of businesses at that point where do we really want to stay open? Do we close the doors? Yeah. Um, we had businesses here in Alice Springs in the mall were actually keeping their doors locked to keep people out. 
uh, and waiting for people to come and knock on the door who wanted to come in. That, that's how bad it got at one stage. Wow. Um, Bill, I read on social media as well, and please correct me if this is, is the case or isn't the case, um, that, that fireys had also had some of their stuff stolen as well when they were out on a job? Yeah, no, I, I've seen that on social media. Look, I can't confirm if it's true or not, but by reports is that, yes, whilst they were out on a job, uh, some people got into the station and um, got into their personal gear. So, uh, geez, what a, you've got to wonder sometimes what hope have we got. Well, and you just wonder, you know, I really just wonder what the answer is. I've lived in Alice Springs. It's a lovely place. I think we all, you know, everybody knows what a great place it is. But if it gets to the point where residents aren't feeling safe and they're feeling really worried about this type of thing happening, you just sort of wonder what the answer is. I keep saying I think we all need to put our politics aside and and just try to sort something out to get the community back to the way it needs to be. Well, I said I love Alice Springs TK. It's a 30 years here now and I've been stating in Parliament that we need to have a bit of a bipartisan approach on how to tackle some of these things. There needs to be some community-led solutions around this. Um, some people are going to have to make some hard decisions on how we might tackle it. The, the elders and the uh, traditional owners in and around the place need to be involved in any solutions that we come up with. But um, yeah, we, we can't keep going down this road. Alice Springs is a beautiful and wonderful place. Uh, and it really hurts to see it like this. Yeah, I bet. Well, Bill Yan, I really appreciate your time this morning. Um, you know, pass on our well wishes, please, to that business owner who was assaulted. You know, it's so upsetting to hear that kind of thing happening in the Northern Territory. Um, so please pass on our, our well wishes. Will do, Katie. Thanks for your time, and um, you have a great Christmas. You too, mate. Thank you. Thanks for having a chat with us. Cheers, Katie. Thank you. That is the member for Nemajira there, Bill Yan. And, gee, I tell you what, it is a terrible situation, um, you know, where you've got a business owner who's being assaulted while they're at work, um, trying to protect their staff and then having to put on private security. It seems pretty unbelievable. I know we got to the point even uh, in Darwin City a while back. You'll remember um, at, uh, I think it was at... Frankie's that used to be there at the end of Raintree Park, they got to the point where they'd had to hire their own private security as well at one point uh, because the antisocial behaviour was quite bad. I mean, you just got to question how we get to that that point. And I know that the police are obviously incredibly busy. They're out managing a lot of different things. Um, but you just wonder, as a community, how have we come to just accept that that sort of behaviour is happening and we turn a blind eye to it? I don't think we can particularly in Alice Springs. You know, we've got a town there that is screaming out for help. And and I think that, like I said to Bill, our politicians need to sort of put their differences aside here and try their best to come to some sort of resolution for the town.